0: Hello and welcome to Pardon the Integration, Accelerate IT Modernization with Intel and Microsoft, a podcast where we tackle three top trends in the channel today. I'm your host, Ed Hannon. My guests today are Carter Wilson, Windows Server Specialist with Microsoft, and Jason Kennedy, Data Center Group Senior Director with Intel. Carter is a former Petty Officer with the US Navy with two decades of IT experience, including stints at Metafonte, FIS, and Dell EMC. And Jason, is a Senior Director of Marketing responsible for product management and positioning for Intel's data-centric portfolio, with, again, a quarter century of experience in the IT industry. Carter and Jason, thanks so much for being here, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, So let's get down to it. Today, Carter, Jason, and I are going to discuss Accelerate IT Modernization with Intel and Microsoft. And the way the show works is we have three topics we'll be discussing throughout the broadcast, and we have three minutes to talk about each. Topic one is you can't compete with old infrastructure. Topic two is closing the door on Windows Server 2008. And topic three is take a closer look at Intel and Microsoft solutions. Now, if you're watching, you'll be able to see a countdown clock on the bottom of your screen. But with all that said, let's get started with segment one. You can't compete with old infrastructure. And Jason, I'm going to throw this first question to you. A recent EMC survey indicated that more than 70% of organizations say that legacy infrastructure is the biggest barrier to
1: business transformation.
0: But why must IT organizations transform their legacy infrastructure? What are the benefits?
1: All organizations want to do uh, a mix of three things. They want to gain insights, they want to solve their most uh, challenging uh, issues and demands, and they want to continuously deliver amazing digital services. Well, on an aging infrastructure, that's extremely difficult. Uh, They don't have the capabilities to best move and store and process that data uh, as effectively as they need to. And especially as we're looking into this multi-cloud environment, uh, what we believe uh, that we're in this data-centric era, uh, being able to do so most effectively will allow organizations to Uh, embrace and turn those expense of data growing 30% uh, year over year uh, from an expense into uh, greater levels of value. They're able to unlock the silos of their applications. They're able to better address uh, growing exploits from a security perspective. They're able to interconnect the networking areas uh, and they're being able to get more impact uh, out of their data than ever before Uh, the enterprise uh, uh, strategy group uh, has indicated that uh, older infrastructures can prevent uh, organizations from uh, six times the production of uh, other organizations that have a modern infrastructure so as they're able to get more impact they're also able to save up to 148% of the ongoing maintenance cost, as well as prevent data privacy uh, and security loss as well.
0: Excellent. Thanks, Jason. And now I want to switch to Carter for this uh, for the next question, which is probably the last one we'll have time for in this segment. Um, Carter, just real quickly, um, tell me, what are the risks of continuing to use outdated legacy hardware and software in data
2: centers? Uh, you know, great question. A lot of companies think of think they're going to actually be saving money in the long run by not upgrading. We like to call it the you know the cost of not doing anything which is actually inaccurate and IDC reports that showed that customers are going to lose up to 38% of peak performance from legacy hardware by by extending the lifecycle past its means. Also going to see that 148% cost of server maintenance increase by replacing legacy components by finding uh, replacement software for something that's written that's gone out of support from Microsoft as well. You also have the you know, the the security aspect of things. When Microsoft released its 10-year product lifecycle, that products have a five-year like, mainstream support where we're getting new security updates and, and new improvements. But then those products migrate to a five-year extended product lifecycle where all you're getting are security and non-security updates. Now that's great for that ten-year window, but what happens on the the the, the birthday, uh, you know, the ten-year day one, when those products are off support from Microsoft, you are now at a at a great significant risk for, you know, bad actors, you know, uh, viruses, intrusions, things like that that you can't really protect with, you know, bringing that that aging ar- infrastructure along with you. So we see customers trying to s- stretch the life of those servers. Is, is really going to cost them in the long run through performance and security. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Carter, very much. We're going to move to segment two now because well, I want to just keep an eye on the clock
0: here. So segment two, and it's really the one that jumped out at me, which is sort of the, the time-sensitive one, which is closing the door on Windows Server 2008. And, Carter, I'm actually going to start with you for this one. Uh, so the first question I have for, for you, Carter, is Microsoft will stop supporting um, Windows Server 2008, as we all know, uh, at the end of this year, early
2: January, 2020, January
0: 14th. How's that going to impact partners?
2: This can impact, uh, really, there's two ways to look at that question. So, you know, partners that uh, that are, their business is built on server 2008. There's a, there's a great opportunity there for them to upgrade and take advantage of modern infrastructure, modern, modern applications. I mean, a lot of the improvements that Windows Server has, has evolved from server 2008 through 2012, 16 to 19, to where we are today, the scene with the, Improvements in management and functionality, so customers are really going to get to gain a lot more insight in their business. From uh, you know partners, you know as far as support, you know partners that support end users, there's a great learning curve and a great opportunity to familiarize yourself with a with a product that has a brand new shelf life of ten years. So customers, so they can then provide that extending support to their customers throughout the next ten years.
0: Jason, actually, the next question I have is for you, which is how can partners help their customers? migrate to newer systems with Windows Server 2016, Windows Server 2019, or SQL Server 2017.
1: A great way to start is to consider utilizing the Intel Select Solutions program. Uh, And many OEMs and channel partners are able to take uh, verified uh, configurations from a hardware level, uh, as well as the fantastic Microsoft operating environments and areas like SQL Server uh, to uh, bring their end customers a faster time to value. Uh, So with ingredients like the second generation Intel Xeon scalable processors uh, and new breakthrough technologies based on Intel Optane technology, things like Intel Optane DC persistent memory and Intel Optane DC uh, SSDs, we're able to get a much uh, bigger impact than was ever possible before. An example would be for SQL Server in comparison to say a four year old uh, system of hardware uh, and software, we were able to get almost 25 times more queries per hour, going from uh, a little bit more than 33,000 queries per hour to a whopping 836,000.
0: We're gonna move to segment three now, which is taking a closer look at Intel and Microsoft solutions. And Jason, the first question I have is for you. How can CIOs and their IT teams move beyond their legacy infrastructure, boost operational efficiency, and maintain enterprise security?
1: Great question. It really is important to have uh, performance, the hardware enhanced security, as well as the agility for operational efficiencies that greater TCO uh, as workloads continue to evolve. And being able to uh, look at those opportunities for today and tomorrow, in a scalable uh, multi-cloud type of environment is very important. Uh, And being able to deploy things like the Intel Optane DC persistent memory for greater levels of virtualization with things like SQL Server, you're able to establish uh, unprecedented amounts of system memory up to a third more memory, uh, having 36% more virtual machines that are supported uh, at an up to 30% lower hardware cost. So that balance of greater scalability, efficiency, productivity, and cost savings is very powerful.
0: This question I actually have is for both of you, and Carter, I'm, I think I'm gonna start with you, but um, the question I have is, how are Intel and Microsoft helping partners support critical workloads and compete in today's ever-changing marketplace? Things like AI and machine learning sort of come to mind, but where do you, how do you see it
2: playing out from your perspective? Well, from my perspective, there's a feature inside Windows Server 2019 called System Insights, and what System Insights does is it brings local predictive analytics capabilities natively to Windows Server. So customers that want predictive analytics or want AI but aren't sure how to get to it, they they now have that avenue because this is built into the operating system. It goes out and it, and it you know basically creates a, a learning model of how system systems operate as far as disk performance. Uh, CPU performance? How are we stacking virtual workloads? How are we maximizing performance inside the data center? So this feature, new to 19, I think really bridges that gap because now we can really maximize the efficiency of the Intel processors with the operating systems to gain better efficiency.
0: And Jason, do you want to piggyback off that and add something to it?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Intel and Microsoft have been great collaborators for decades, uh, and that's continuing today. Fantastic levels of optimization at the Uh, operating system level, uh, as well as throughout uh, Microsoft's suite of applications. And one thing we're really excited about is collaborating on uh, a new technology that's part of all second generation Intel Xeon Scalable Processors, uh, what's known as Intel DL Boost, or for Deep Learning uh, Acceleration that's built into the CPU itself. So for uh, all types of inference types of workloads and others to automate uh, those insights, Uh, you're able to get it right out of the box
0: well that's all the time we have today so carter and jason again thank you both for being here but before we go uh here are some takeaways for from today's program first now is the time as in right when you're watching this to modernize that it infrastructure second windows server 2008 is going away as we discussed at the end of this year 2019 Uh, so you do need to upgrade now and finally intel and microsoft solutions are best equipped to help you with that transition and that IT modernization. So, um, thanks again for watching. But before we go, take a look at the URL on your screen and follow up um, and go there for more information on everything we covered today um, about Intel and Microsoft solutions. And Again, my name is Ed Hannon. This is part of the integration, accelerate IT modernization with Intel and Microsoft.